Welcome to the Filming with Josh podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Milligan, and this is episode number 90, How to Attract High-End Clientele. This is the Filming with Josh podcast, brought to you by Rustic River Media. Welcome to the videographer's home for tips, tricks, and how to make flicks. Thanks for listening in to another episode of the Filming with Josh podcast. If you are new to the podcast, Filming with Josh is your home for tips, tricks, and how to make flicks. Here on the podcast, we talk about all things video, from storyboarding and script writing to how to price your work. We talk about it all on this podcast. We also have a Facebook group called Filming with Josh, so be sure to go to Facebook, type in Filming with Josh, and ask to join the group today. The Filming with Josh Facebook group is a continuation of this podcast where you can come and share your work, ask for feedback, ask questions, catch up with new products that are coming out to the market, and more. So be sure to go to Filming with Josh on Facebook and ask to join the group today. Before we dive into today's podcast topic, I would like to say that while I was in the middle of recording this podcast, I unfortunately got an email that said that Scott Adams um, passed away. Scott was uh, someone I did live streaming with on Sundays at church, and Scott actually filled in for me um, when my daughter was born uh, six weeks ago. Um, six weeks ago today, actually, um, when we got the unexpected news that we were going to have to have our daughter a month early and I had to leave this big live stream event. Um, Scott selflessly offered to come and fill in for me, uh, not only that day, but for the rest of the week, knowing that I had to go to the hospital to be with my wife as we were getting ready to give birth to our daughter a month early. Um, so he filled in for me and did a, a wonderful job running my live stream, uh, just like he did when he directed all the live streams we do together on uh, Sundays at church. Um, so it was really unfortunate that during the recording of this podcast, um, I got the unfortunate news that he passed away unexpectedly uh, last night. I don't know the details of exactly what happened, but what I do know is that Scott was an amazing person, and it absolutely breaks my heart that he passed away. He saved my live stream um, six weeks ago, starting six weeks ago today. He bailed me out and, and saved me, and so it is... Uh, it is extremely unfortunate to find out that he he passed away. So I would like uh, for anybody who's listening to this podcast, whether you knew Scott or not, to just say a prayer for him and, and for his family. Um, I, I mean, he had kids, man, that were in young, high school age. I, I, just, I just can't imagine what they must be going through right now. So um, I just ask that you keep him in your prayers and know that he was a, a great person, a, a great videographer, and a great uh, live stream director. And uh, I just, I just want to take a moment to... Um, recognize him on this podcast, uh, especially because I got the news while recording this podcast. Today's episode is centered around how to attract high-end clientele. And I want to make a quick note here that I'm going to be speaking really more about attracting commercial and corporate clientele. Um, these can be for a wide variety of industries, whether it's architectural engineering and construction, otherwise known as AEC, or whether that is uh, medical, industrial, manufacturing, oil and gas, um, could be big tech. I mean, there's a lot of industries that are in the commercial corporate space, but that is really more of what I'm referring to today. So this isn't necessarily geared toward music videos or um, how to attract high-end wedding clientele 
or how to attract high-end real estate clientele. Um, this is really mainly centered around commercial and corporate work, which is uh, the vast majority of work that I do. So that's what I want to talk about today. Um, but for many of you out there that are looking for ways to uh, grow your business, your video business, um, the commercial and corporate direction is a really great direction to go if you want to land larger clients, clients that are going to write checks for 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, even 100 plus thousand dollar projects. Um, so if you want to really grow your business and, and, and be able to take on projects that have larger dollar signs behind them, um, the commercial corporate route is a great direction to go. Um, a lot of really large companies or even mid-level companies have uh, larger marketing budgets to play with. And so that's a great direction to go if you're looking to grow your business. But what I want to do in this podcast is talk about how to attract those kind of clients, um, what they look for, things that you can do to appeal to them uh, to help you land those kind of clients and those kind of projects. I want to start by talking about things that those types of clientele are not looking for. Um, and then we'll go into things that they are looking for. I want to start by saying they're not looking for a really cool highlight reel. Um, a lot of people spend a lot of time making reels for their websites or for their social media sites, and reels are cool. Um, but in the commercial corporate world where you're trying to attract some of these higher-end clientele, they're not going to hire you based on your reel. They probably won't even look at it, or if they do, they'll look at it for like 10 seconds, but they don't really care. What they want to see is real world projects. What is an example of what you can do for me? Like that's what they want to see. So if you're wanting to get in the commercial corporate space, you need to have projects that are similar to what a commercial corporate project would consist of. Now you might say, well, what is a commercial corporate project? Well, glad you asked. A commercial corporate style of project is going to be a variety of things. It could be a talking head interviews. It could be talking head interviews plus B-roll. It could be voiceover videos with B-roll. It could be a combination of talking head interviews and voiceover with B-roll. Um, it could be uh, scripted narrative style uh, commercial work where you have um, actors that are going to be narrating dialogue that is pre-scripted um, for some sort of commercial project. Um, a lot of these videos are going to be landing on, on websites, they're going to be going on social media sites, they're going to be going to trade shows, they're going to be sent out on email blasts, they're going to be used for business-to-business -business, uh, relations. Uh, some of these videos might be informative or educational. I'm shooting a series of videos this weekend, no, not this weekend, Thursday, Friday of this week for a sonogram company who makes sonograms for, um, or, or makes devices where you can have sonograms um, in more rural areas. And so like we're doing three video projects on Thursday and Friday, and this is a great example. This is a, a pretty big project, and uh, one of the videos is going to be interview-driven with the CEO of the company. She'll be talking, and we'll be cutting some B-roll with her. Another one of these videos is going to be narrated by um, someone who's going to be walking people through all the steps on how to utilize these sonogram devices. Um, so if you're looking to buy one of these devices to put them in your, um, 
your more rural town medical office uh, so that you can offer specialized sonograms in a smaller town. For example, um, this one of these videos is going to be an educational video that's going to walk you step by step on how to use the device. Um, so that's the second video that we're doing. And the third video that we're doing is more of a general marketing video. So we have three different styles of videos that we're doing for this company on, on Thursday and Friday of this week. Um, and that's a great example of a, of a higher end client. They're in the medical industry. Um, the, this is a project that's got some good numbers behind it. And everything is pre-scripted. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about some of that today. We've got a great storyboard. We even have pictures to go with the storyboard uh, to demonstrate the shots that we're looking for. Um, so everything is pre-scripted and we're going to go in and, and shoot to the script and get B-roll to go um, to the script. So that's like a great example of a commercial or corporate style project. Um, another example could be something that's completely voiced over and you travel around and get lots of shots of different um, projects, like say it's architectural in, in, or, or, or engineering, you could go out to the field and get shots of different projects that these architects or engineers are working on uh, and, and maybe even showing them utilizing some of their devices, some of their um, specialized software that makes them unique and different in the market, you might go out and capture a bunch of B-roll footage of all those things and cut it to either voiceover uh, or to interview. So these are the kind of things that you'll see in the commercial corporate space. Um, you might even do like 30-second TV ads or 30-second pre-roll ads for movie theaters um, or social media ads. So there's all kinds of things that you can do in the commercial corporate world. Um, but when you're looking to land clients like that, they're not going to hire you based off of a highlight reel that you have on your website. That's not what they're looking for. What they want to see is examples of what I just described. They want to see a talking head interview with B-roll. They want to see a voiceover driven video um, that's got uh, shots to go with the voiceover. They want to see those different examples to know what to expect when they hire you for a similar project. A highlight reel doesn't really tell someone that you're capable of doing those things. All it tells someone is that you are capable of getting pretty shots and cutting it to music. Um, so for me, it has been my experience. I have never once, not once, have I ever been asked for a highlight reel in the entire in my entire career. Never. Um, not 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 outside of um, another video company asking me for one. Like that's the only place I've ever been asked for a highlight reel has been by like another production company or, or, or someone was looking to hire me for freelance work. But when it comes to actual clientele, they've never asked me for one. What they want to see is, do you have any examples you can send us? Or they don't even ask that because they've seen it on my website and that's why they're calling me. So if you want to attract hiring clientele, the first thing you should do is not focus uh, a lot of energy on making a highlight reel because it's not what they're looking for. Instead, get real world examples on your website and on your social media sites um, and examples that you can send out to clients that you're interested in working with. Now you might say, well, how do I get those jobs if I don't have examples to show? Well, that's where the pro bono aspect comes into play. Now I'm not a huge advocate for doing a lot of free work because I think that that can turn into um, a, a lot more trouble than it's work, worth if you're not careful. However, if you don't have examples of commercial corporate work and you want to get examples to be able to attract those kind of clients, you may not have a choice. So if you're wanting to get videos on your website that are good examples of talking head interviews with B-roll, things like that, then you might want to go and reach out to a few 
companies in your area and offer to do a pro bono project for them so that you can get an example on your website. And you can even tell them that. Say, hey, look, I've, I've been doing a lot of work in this other industry, but I'd like to do some commercial corporate work. I need a couple examples. Is there any way I could do a project for you guys pro bono just to get uh, a, um, some footage and a, uh, and a project, a real world project that I can put on my website to demonstrate the type of work that I'm wanting to do. And you're probably not going to find a lot of people that will say no to that. Most people would, would welcome a free video, right? And so, you know, maybe, maybe you just say, Hey, you know, if you'll just cover the expenses, I'll do everything else. So you might even be able to work something like that out with them. Um, and just do like one, two or three of those just to have some examples, um, and do some different styles. Do one that's like interview driven, do one that's voiceover driven, do one that maybe has, uh, some, some, dialogue in person um, and just to have a, a few different samples uh, and maybe even do a few different uh, industries like maybe do one for architecture maybe do one for oil and gas maybe do one for medical uh, or whatever just so you have a few different industries covered and put those on your website and yeah it might cost you some some time uh, and effort to reach out and 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 land those jobs and do them pro bono but having those examples on your website are going to help increase your odds dramatically of attracting hiring clientele. Because again, they want to see what they can expect if they hire you for something similar. So the first piece of advice I have is don't put a lot of, uh, of time and energy into a highlight reel if you're trying to attract hiring clientele in the commercial corporate world because they don't care. Go out and get real world examples that you can show them. The next item that I think that hiring clientele are not looking for is uh, crazy drone shots, crazy gimbal shots, really epic cinematic dolly shots. Like most hiring clientele don't care about that kind of stuff. Um, they're not looking for a wild, crazy FPV drone shot. They're not looking for gimbals that rotate on a 360 degree axis. They, they don't care about that. Uh, what they care about is that your videos are consistent and are of quality. How they deem quality isn't necessarily just a bunch of crazy epic shots, right? It's not someone standing on a mountain peak as a, an FPV drone flies around them, you know, as they look off gazing into the distance, like you see on all these YouTube videos. Like they're, they're not looking for that. Um, and I'll get into what they are looking to looking for later in this podcast, but you don't have to go out and, and, and try to buy an FBV drone or try to do a bunch of really crazy gimbal moves or anything like that to attract higher in clientele, because that's not what they're looking for. Um, and I will, again, we'll get into what they are looking for here in just a bit, but they're not looking for that. They're looking for consistency and a certain level of quality. And lastly, higher end clientele are not looking to penny pinch. They're looking for the right person for the job. Um, this is not always the case, obviously. You will run into people that have a, a certain budget that they're trying to stay under. Um, but most of the time, higher end clientele are expecting to pay for a certain level of quality. So if you have a a client that you're putting a proposal out for or a potential client you're making a proposal for. And let's just say it's like a two or three day shoot. You're going to make a two to three minute long brand video for them. That's going to live on their website. That's going to be all about their, their company. Um, don't price that at like $2,500. Like it makes you look really cheap. How many times have you gone to buy something like a fly fishing rod and you have one that's like 200 bucks and you have one that's like 600 bucks and they may be very similar, but you're going to be more attracted to the $600 one because 
in your head, you're going to think that must be a better fly rod, right? And maybe you buy the $200 one because you're broke, <laughs> but you'll probably want the $600 one because there's just something about that higher price point that makes you feel like it's a better rod. Well, they're going to think the same thing, right? If you price a video like that at $2,500, they're going to think that you might be a little too cheap, actually. Um, but if you priced it at like $10,000, they might think, okay, this guy's pretty serious. He's got a serious price. Um, he probably knows what he's doing. So as crazy as that sounds, having a good price and not going cheap um, will help you attract a higher-end clientele. So to wrap, higher-end clientele are not looking to penny pinch or save money. They're not looking for crazy epic shots, and they're not looking for highlight reels. Now let's go into what they are looking for. Hiring clientele want to see four things. Do you know how to light? Do you have good sound in your videos? Do you know how to write or at least follow a script? And do you have a consistency in your work? Knowing how to light, how to have good sound, how to follow a script or write a script, and how to be consistent are the four key characteristics that a hiring client is looking for when they're going to hire a video production company. If you can demonstrate a certain level of, of quality in your lighting, in your sound, in the way that you write or follow a script, and in your ability to be consistent in your work, you'll be able to attract hiring clientele. And so let's break those things down and talk about them individually. We'll start with lighting. If you wanna know the number one thing that you can do to help you make a lot of money in video production, it's learning how to light a talking head interview. If you can light a talking head interview, you can have a very successful career in video. If you think about it, like 85% of all commercial corporate work involves talking head interviews. Documentary films that you watch on Netflix involve a lot of times talking head interviews. Those ESPN 30 for 30s you love, talking head interviews. If you know how to light a talking head interview, you will go far. And when I say lighting, like there's a huge difference between like just having light and painting with light. And I have a, a whole podcast dedicated toward that. So if you want uh, to learn more about lighting, go to my lighting podcast. Um, but if you want to learn how to really create beautiful images for talking head interviews, then you need to learn how to paint with light. And if you could do that for talking head interviews, you'll be successful. Um, being able to go into a room and move props around and uh, create depth and then light it really well with nice key lights and, and, and back lights and fill lights and, and adding some uh, accent lights or some sort of practical um, to help really spice things up. If you can learn how to do that in a very interesting way, then you can be very, very, very successful in this industry. And the vast majority of, of commercial and corporate projects are going to have some sort of talking head shot at some point. And, and like I said a minute ago, those are usually like the backbone of these types of projects. So the number one thing that you can learn to do is learn how to light for talking head interviews. And then take what you learn about lighting and implement that in all your B-roll shots. Um, most hiring clientele will give you plenty of time on a shoot to light for your B-roll shots. So if we go back to the sonogram shoot I'm doing 
this week, uh, or, or the shoot for the sonogram company, um, all the B-roll shots that we do, I'm going to be bringing all my lights for. So we're going to be blasting light in the room to bring up the, the overall lighting in the room. And I'm going to be using things like negative fill and diffusion to add soft light and create shadows and depth to be able to um, make the shots, the B-roll shots that we capture look really interesting. Um, a lot of people that are running and gunning are missing out on being able to elevate their work a little bit higher. I mean, yeah, there's always reasons to run and gun, but if you really want your work to stand out and appeal to hiring clientele, stop running and gunning and bring out your lights. Lighting is a huge, huge, huge player and being able to attract hiring clientele. So start by learning how to light talking head interviews and then take what you learn about lighting and how to paint with light and use the same techniques to light your B-roll shots. And if you can do that, then you'll see a certain level of consistency throughout your work, which again, we're, that's one of the four characteristics is consistency. But if you can demonstrate your ability to light well and start with talking head interviews and then take that, take those skills and implement it for your B-roll shots, then you will be able to go a long way into attracting higher clientele. That's a huge differentiator between someone who is a novice at video and someone who's experienced and really knows what they're doing. The next is sound. You need to have quality sound in your video. You can have Foley and things like that. I use a lot of Foley in my work. I'm a huge believer in Foley, but really what I'm talking about is the quality of sound for all of the speaking parts, whether it's voiceover, whether it's interview, whether it's dialogue from a narrative style shoot. If you have really good sounding audio, audio that doesn't have a lot of reverb, audio that doesn't have any weird um, interference dropouts or AC noise in the background. And I look, we all know that you're not always going to get a perfect situation and you might get a room that has some reverb that you can't work around, or you might have an air conditioning in an office you can't shut off. So it's not always going to be perfect, but if overall in the grand scheme of things, you capture pretty good audio on all of your projects, whether it's from brooms, lobs, a mixture thereof, you know, you use cardio mics and super cardio mics and shotgun mics, things like that. You learn how to pick the right uh, mic and the right pickup pattern for the right situation. I talk about that in an audio podcast. So if you want to learn more about that, listen to the audio podcast. But if you can learn how to capture quality audio in every situation that you're in to the best of your abilities and can demonstrate quality audio in all of your work consistently, that will help you attract hiring clientele. Nothing will turn off clients faster than poor audio. If you have really rich sounding audio, you'll attract a hiring client because they'll listen to your videos, they'll see the lighting that we talked about, and they'll hear the quality of the sound, and it already makes you look like you really know what you're doing. The third thing I mentioned was being able to write or follow a script. I say write or follow because every situation can be different. For example, the company I'm working for, uh, for this sonogram shoot this week, they actually wrote the script and provided the storyboard for me. Now I sit down with them on a, on a Zoom call and we went through the entire storyboard uh, and I can offer my input and give suggestions on it. Um, but I need to demonstrate that I can take that storyboard they're providing for me and follow it to a T. And in this storyboard, they've literally planned out the entire project that they have in, in their head. I, I said there were three videos. All three videos in the storyboard, it literally tells me 
at what moments in the video they want the interview person shown and then at what moments they want B-roll and what B-roll shots they want at each moment. So like if there's a three minute you know, video about, um, about their product or, or talking about their business, for example, it literally tells me which sentences the person will be on camera for, the interviewer will be on camera for, and which sentences will have B-roll shots and which B-roll shots will be used on each line. That way I know exactly what to shoot and exactly what's going to be on camera and when. And not every client does that, but a lot of hiring clients will have marketing teams that can sit down and write these uh, scripts and storyboards for you. And most of the time they'll bring you in after they've got a rough draft and they'll ask for input and your thoughts and advice. Um, But you need to demonstrate your ability to follow that script. You need to take what they provide and execute it to a T so that you are bringing their vision to life. And if you can demonstrate that, you will be attracting hiring clientele. Um, And then you also need to learn how to write scripts because not every company is going to have a marketing team that knows how to write a script or how to write a storyboard. So if you can learn how to write scripts and how to draft storyboards that you can provide to clients. And by the way, you can bill for that time. So if you spend a day writing a script, you can bill your day rate for a day. But if you can take learn how to take the time to write a script and, and provide a storyboard that you can hand to your clients, that'll help you attract uh, hiring clientele. And your ability to write a script or follow a script will be demonstrated in your video work because you can tell in a video when there's a bunch of random B-roll versus when there's B-roll that looks well thought out and well planned and that matches perfectly with everything that is talked about in the voiceover or interview. If there is strategic B-roll that is demonstrating everything that is being talked about when it's being talked about, then it is pretty obvious that there was a script there and either you wrote it or you followed it. And they'll be able to tell that when they watch your video examples online. But if you just have a bunch of random B-roll that you shot and you didn't really take the time to light it and it's just kind of a whole bunch of random stuff, that's not going to attract a higher-end client because it doesn't look like you know how to have a lot of thought going into your shoot, how to pre-plan, how to write a script, or how to follow a script. So if you have thoughtful B-roll that matches with whatever is written, then you will look like you know how to write or at least follow a script and that will help you attract hiring clients. Lastly, you need to be consistent. You know, if you look at my work, I'm not ever going to say that I'm the best videographer, the best editor, best director, best whatever in the world. I'm never going to claim to be any of those things. But what I can claim to be is consistent. I have a consistency to my work. I have a consistency to my lighting. I have a consistency to my sound. I have a consistency to the way I shoot. Um, My work has a level of consistency. It's not saying that it's amazing or that it's bad. It's just consistent. And if you have consistency in your work in the examples that um, you're demonstrating to hiring clientele, or at least that's on your website that you're hoping hiring clientele will see, then it will give a sense of confidence when they go to hire you. If you have one really good project but then a bunch of okay projects, it doesn't give clients a lot of reason to have faith that they're gonna get 
a really good project. They don't know what they're going to get. But if you have a certain level of consistency throughout your work, then they have some level of expectation of what to expect to get when they hire you. And so being able to be consistent throughout your work and you can improve like uh, my work five years ago is not as good as it is today, but there's just this consistency and you can watch this consistent trajectory as my work has gotten better over the years and all year, every year, my work has the same consistency. It might get slowly better and better and better over time, but it's consistent throughout. And that gives clients a, a peace of mind when they are thinking about writing me a check to do a large budget project. So to recap, the four things that you can do to be attractive to hiring clientele is know how to light, know how to capture quality sound, know how to follow or write a script, and your ability to be consistent, demonstrate a consistency in your work. If you can do those things, lighting, audio, scripting, and consistency, you will go far in attracting hiring clientele. The beautiful thing about what I just said is it doesn't take a lot to attract high-end clients. Like I said earlier, you don't have to have crazy FPV shots or crazy gimbal moves or really crazy dolly moves or anything like that. You don't have to have any wacky color grading efforts to make your shots really look epic like the movie 300. You don't have to do any of that stuff. All you have to do is be consistent, have good lighting, have good sound, and demonstrate your ability to write or follow a script. If you can do that, you can attract high-end clients. And it doesn't take crazy high-end gear either. You know, it's interesting. In my work, I've never once, in all the corporate commercial work I've done, and a lot of these projects have had really healthy numbers behind them, and I've never once ever been asked what camera I have. Not ever have I been asked that. I've been asked that by other production houses that are interested in hiring me for uh, day rate freelance jobs. But when it comes to actually booking clients for jobs that I'm going to be producing through my company, they never ask me what cameras I have because all they know or care about is that I'm consistent and that my work looks good, sounds good and that I can follow a script. And if they can see that on my website, then they will trust that when they hire me, I'll bring the right camera or the right tool for the job. So they don't ask me about my cameras. They don't ask me about my lenses. They don't ask me about anything like that. They don't care. They just expect me to show up with the right tool. Now, I do think that, and I've talked about this in other podcast episodes, it's good to show up with a, a you know a, a, a camera that looks the part. You know, I, I do believe that there is something to be said about showing up with a real video camera, cinema camera versus something like a, a mirrorless camera. I think there are little things like that that can help make you look a little more serious. But again, none of my clients ask me about my about my equipment because at the end of the day, the biggest thing that they care about is that I demonstrate those four qualities and that I have examples uh, to back up what I'm wanting to do for them. And so if you want to attract hiring clientele, it doesn't take a whole lot. You don't have to have the most expensive cameras. You don't have to have the most expensive lights. You don't have to have the most expensive lenses. You don't have to have a bunch of crazy shots in your work. All you have to do is show that you can light, capture good sound, be able to write or follow a script, and be able to um, have a consistency in your work. If you can do those four things, you're golden, and you can get large clients. And the beautiful thing about this is that those four things are the building blocks of video. Script writing, lighting, sound, 
and knowing how to be consistent, those are just fundamental characteristics that you should pick up in any type of video that you do, whether you do weddings or real estate or short films or music videos, learning how to light and, and, and capture quality sound, how to write and follow the script and, and how to be consistent. Those are just everyday building block items that you should learn how to do anyway. So if you can just take the time to build your foundation for video, then you can go out and attract high-end clients without having to have extremely high-end gear and without having to have a lot of crazy drone shots or a killer highlight reel. None of that really matters. Just learn the building blocks and you're good. A few other things of note when you're wanting to work with higher-end clientele is you need to be able to capture um, really good locked off shots on sticks. So you, you don't want shaky footage, invest in a good tripod. That'll go a long way for you. Really a couple good tripods um, will go a long way for you. Uh, invest in good microphones. Don't get cheap mics. Don't get these uh, road mics that are rechargeable that could die in the middle of a shoot. Get mics that take interchangeable lens batteries that you can upgrade the lobs on down the road. Something like a Sennheiser, a Sony. If you want to spend more money, go to Electrosonics. Uh, but get some nice quality uh, wireless uh, options. Get some good boom mics, um, some good cardioids and super cardioid mics. Again, you can listen to my podcast on audio to learn more about those things. Um, but, you know, invest in good lights invest in good mics, invest in good tripods, and, and learn how to utilize those items along with how to write and follow a script and just be consistent and you're golden. And I would, I would much rather see someone and, and advise for someone to spend more money on lights, mics, tripods than I would whatever cameras and lenses they're interested in because you could take pretty much any camera and lens and they may be, there may be flaws in the lens, but you can take virtually any camera and lens and make them look pretty good if you have good lighting. And you can make a lot of things compelling if you have really good audio um, and, and, and if your footage is stable and not shaky because you have a really good tripod. You know, those things will carry you. So just build the building blocks. Get the, get the mics, get the lights, get the good tripods. Learn how to utilize them, learn about scripting and, and, and storyboarding, and be consistent, and you're golden. That's all it takes to attract hiring clientele. Do those things, price your work well, don't put all your emphasis on cool shots and highlight reels, and you'll be able to attract high-end clients. I hope that you find this podcast interesting and informative. If you do, be sure to go to Filming with Josh on Facebook. Let me know and let's have a conversation about this podcast in more detail. And if you like this podcast, please rate it and subscribe to it so you can catch the next episode. I'll see you guys all then. Take care. To learn more about Rustic River Media, visit us online at rusticriver.media. Thanks for listening to the Filming with Josh podcast. Catch every episode by hitting subscribe today.